a gun in the face. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. Started two years of horror for an American in Venezuela. They said, you need to give us your phone and get ready because you're coming with us. I'm Becky Bruce, and I spent a year researching and piecing together Josh and Tammy Holt's story about their ordeal in a notorious prison. That's when everything started to turn bad. We had another pound on the door. Boom, boom, boom. And there was the police once again. You can binge all of the episodes of Hope in Darkness on kslpodcasts.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome back to the program. I'm Lee Lonsberry. This is Live Mike. You're listening to episode 34 of this new little show here on KSL News Radio. Grateful to the station for giving me the shot. Uh, as well, I am grateful to you for giving me a shot. Uh, on this segment here, we're going to be talking about impeachment again. And on the line, we are joined by ABC News correspondent Rachel Scott, who is on the campaign trail right now. Uh, Rachel, how are you? Hey, Lee, good to be with you. We are on the road uh, heading heading uh, uh, to uh, Biden's event to here today. He has the state mostly to himself as those senators are stuck back in Washington for the impeachment trial. But yesterday, the president tried to upstage this Democratic primary, this critical stretch just ahead of the first vote for the Democrats uh, here in Iowa. He held a rally in Des Moines last night. And while impeachment, of course, is largely on the mind of folks back in Washington, for his supporters, you know, not so much. They are eager to get this done and over with. They hope that the the end is in sight. And the president last night says he's not worried about this at all. He's long waited to get vindication in the Senate, what he believes will be vindication in the Senate by an all but certain outcome, which we are just now expecting and waiting for here. And he said these are happy times. He said, unlike previous impeachments, these are happy times that the nation is doing well. He tried to put a positive spin on it, but he is no doubt about it, uh, eager and waiting to see how it all unfolds this week, especially ahead of the Iowa caucus. Outstanding. Uh, we're speaking to Rachel Scott with ABC News. She's on the campaign trail, has left a Trump event today, is en route to a Biden event. And while we're speaking to her, I have a, a screen up looking down on the floor of the United States Senate. And it looks uh, very soon uh, that this crucial vote will come. Uh, the the What we've learned from Senator Muskowski this morning is there should be a no vote on uh, new witnesses being introduced, and we're going to see if uh, if that actually uh, holds, and that we move on in this uh, in this uh, these proceedings. Now, let me ask you, Rachel. Yesterday, in a rally in Iowa, what did the president have to say about these proceedings? Yeah, well, he calls this impeachment light, right? He calls this a hoax, a scam. Uh, his message was the Democrats who are hoping that he will be removed for office, from, from office. His message last night was, it's not going to happen. Just watch. Uh, and so he's long waited for this, what he deems as a fair shake in the Senate. And he's eager to get this done and over with. The president has said he was hoping for a quick and speedy trial. And of course, this is all unfolding as The 2020 election is in the backdrop. Obviously, this is looming large. The uncertainty over the trial, the days, how long this could possibly go is looming large for the senators that are in this race on the Democratic side. 
Senators Elizabeth Warren, Senators Bernie, Senator Bernie Sanders, uh, Amy Klobuchar, they are stuck out blitz across the state. We're heading to Joe Biden's event right now. He's touching one corner of the state, and Mayor Pete Buttigieg is on the other corner, and they're making their statements to voters. That was really anyone's race. Uh, no single candidate has been able to consistently in Iowa. And so while those senators are stuck back in that Senate chamber as this trial unfolds, uh, their rivals are out connecting and getting that critical. I think we're having some uh, technical uh, problems there, keeping a connection with uh, Rachel Scott with ABC News. That is understandable, though. She is in uh, in Iowa right now, and she is likely uh, on some kind of back road on her way to a Biden event uh, uh, as she uh, leaves the Trump event of last night. We right now, uh, you know what? Let me just send a little behind the scenes instructions. Uh, don't worry about that, producer Amy. We're going to focus now on uh, what's going on here on the Senate floor. Let me tell you, uh, as I'm watching right now, uh, there has been a question looming over the past number of weeks as this uh, impeachment trial has uh, come to the forefront and now is in the midst of taking place. And it is whether or not there will be witnesses. Uh, will witnesses appear on the floor of the United States Senate? Will there be witnesses deposed uh, behind closed doors ahead of uh, their appearance here on the floor of the U.S. Senate. And the answer is, we don't know. We have a pretty good idea right now uh, what that answer may be. It came uh, this morning uh, in the form of a, of a tweet and a statement from Senator Murkowski. She was the last lingering question mark there. Uh, you need a majority. You need 51 uh, to move this process forward in a way that would allow for witnesses and yet we have been largely unknown. We know that uh, Senator Romney uh, was uh, his spokesperson, Liz Johnson, this morning. Let us all know that uh, he would be voting for witnesses uh, and that along with the uh, the Democrats and the other Republicans willing to vote for witnesses left a, a pretty big question mark. Uh, Senator Murkowski answered that for us for the most part uh, this morning, saying that she, in fact, would be voting uh, against uh, a process that would allow for witnesses here uh, for the remainder of, of this impeachment proceeding. Now, what does that mean exactly? It means uh, that today uh, we have just come to the conclusion of arguments being presented by both the House managers, those are the prosecutors, uh, members literally of the House of Representatives who walked across the Capitol building into the chambers of the United States Senate to prosecute the, all of them Democrats appointed by Speaker Pelosi, led by Adam Schiff. They have, over the past number of uh, days and weeks, made the case against the president. They today made the case for why they believe that there should be witnesses allowed to testify, uh, and, and really this comes down to Bolton. Uh, the, the Democrats likely would have made this case regardless, but Bolton, the, the recent revelations or uh, quote-unquote leak of a portion of his forthcoming book dealing with his, uh, what he characterized as firsthand knowledge of the communications between the president and Ukraine and uh, the specific uh, quid pro quo question, uh, well, that kind of reignited uh, this debate and the flames uh, uh, being fanned by Democrats on the on the House manager side, the prosecutors. Now, they made their case for why they ought to hear uh, witnesses, the, why the senators ought to hear the witnesses. And then it was the uh, the task of the 
defense team on behalf of the president uh, to argue against that, uh, to say that, well, you know what, Democrats, you had a chance over in the House when you had all these investigations, uh, an unprecedented number of investigations. Typically, there's one committee you had about three, four, five of them assigned to this task under the direction of Speaker Pelosi. If you couldn't answer the questions then, why you think you're going to get a second shot at it here uh, in, in the Senate? Uh, that's one way of looking at things. Uh, and depending on your politics, depending on how you interpret these things, you'll find yourself in one of those two camps. Well, uh, right now, at the conclusion of those arguments, we are on the cusp of a vote. And this will tell us, uh, we will learn very shortly uh, whether or not this will be a quick uh, impeachment trial, that it may uh, wrap up uh, maybe early or mid next week, uh, or if it could extend uh, far, far into the future. So here's the thing. If by some... Uh, some measure of something happens if we've miscalculated this and the vote goes the way of the the democrats and witnesses are allowed and the additional information is allowed that is going to elongate this process by uh likely weeks uh weeks uh, we're joined now by uh, jeff kaplan presenting uh, some more information for actually us. not more information but i really need more information from you as somebody sure. who's worked on capitol hill all right they're talking about what's taking place now as a fake quorum some kind of quorum where they're making sure that the senators are all in their seats and there might be more procedural stuff to come. Some reporters on Capitol Hill are saying that the vote on witnesses is imminent. Others are saying it might be hours from now. Yeah, the, the the quorum is simply a word that's applied to a number of different things that happen on the floor of the Senate right now. If you've got one of these cable news ch- channels up here or the stream we make available for you at KSL.com, uh, you'll see that there are uh, there are staffers and senators uh, gathered and speaking. Uh, this is all trying to plot out what happens next. Uh, while it is expected that that vote will come, the Democrats always have tricks up their sleeve. In the Senate, uh, the, the world's greatest deliberative body, uh, it does uh, not necessarily favors uh, the minority, but it does through various rules that have evolved over time attempt to put the the, the two parties on an equal footing, and so uh, only. Simply because Mitch McConnell has a majority of members in the body as Republicans doesn't mean he's in complete control. The, the Democrats could introduce procedural motions uh, of any stripe that could push this into the future. And this could be why, if you look at a picture of the Senate floor right now, it's not everybody in their seats. They're not listening to a speech. There is none. Everybody is sitting talking in groups of four or five, including up at the podium. Yeah, that's that's exactly right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break here and then come back, continuing to monitor the proceedings right now on the floor of the U.S. Senate. Uh, what's going to happen next in these impeachment proceedings? Uh, we don't know. We've got uh, some guesses, uh, but as you have well learned over the course of the past uh, number of years under this president, anything could go. That's all up next here on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. There's desperation and anguish. More than 80,000 Afghans have since arrived in America. But this story is still unfolding. I'm Andrea Smartin. In my new podcast, Stranger Becomes Neighbor, we'll find out what happens to these new arrivals in our communities. Who would help our newest neighbors? Follow us at kslpodcast.com, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen.